Welcome into A Toast of Film. I'm one of your hosts, Evo, and on today's episode, I know I've been slacking. It's been a little while, but hey, when you work seven days a week and you're going to movies, your boy's just been busy. But that's fine, because today I'm going to give you some quality over quantity, because I'll be reviewing four movies. I'll be reviewing Double Down South and ISS, which are both in theaters. Poor Things, which is in a more limited run, but it should be picking up since it's nominated for a bunch of Oscars. And Self-Reliance, which is streaming on Hulu and I believe Disney Plus, if you have the Hulu add-on. And, you know, today I am just trying to be good. I got my Liquid Death Severed Lime sparkling water. You know, I'm trying to drink more water. Tis a new year. Trying to do good. And... It's pretty good. Um, also, right before I get to reviews, I just want to mention, they came out with Godzilla Minus One Minus Color. And I went to see it, and I still think Godzilla Minus One, incredible movie. However, I will say this, you know, grayscale, black and white, whatever you want to call it, version did not do it justice. The night scenes are just far too dark. And it's very obvious that they did not intend this to be black and white. Because I feel the CG took a hit really bad. But I still think the movie's incredible. Godzilla Minus One. Please check it out if you haven't. It is completely worth your time. I would just say be wary of this black and white version. Godzilla Minus One Minus Color. Because it, I don't think it's... It, the movie doesn't change, but what you get from it, I feel, does. I feel it drops a scale. But So let's start out with Double Down South. So this was a movie I just thought was in theaters. I have A-list, so I was like, let me check it out. And I was very surprised. So it's directed by Tim Shulman. I mean, great career this guy has had. Wrote Dead Poets Society, wrote Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, wrote What About Bob, wrote Welcome to Mooseport, and he also wrote and directed Eight Heads in a Duffel Bag, which if you have never seen Eight Heads in a Duffel Bag, great movie, and one of the funniest scenes in cinema when these eight severed heads are singing, it's very good time, very good time. And so this, our lead is Kim Coates, who plays Nick. Uh, for those familiar with Sense Anarchy, he plays Tig. Then we have Lily Simmons, who plays Diana. She was Rebecca on Banshee. We also have Justin McManus in a phenomenal showing as Beaumont DeBinion. And then Tom Bauer, Igby Rigney, Rebecca Lines, Cameron Calperway. You know, they fill out. Some other very good roles. So this is set in Kingsland, Georgia in 1988. So the current population of Kingsland, Georgia is about 19,000. Uh, the population in you know late 80, early 90 time frame would have been about 3,000. So they have really grown since then. And then, um, 
you know, us in Columbus, we're sitting at like 200,000, so quite a lot bigger. And then Kingsland, from where I am at, they are south and east of us and Valdosta. They're kind of down by the Okefenokee, you know, Georgia-Florida border. And what this is about is we have this guy, Nick, and he is just a racist, womanizing scumbag. But he has this really, you know, sought-after pool hall that he runs out of his crappy little colonial house. And everyone who's anyone wants to play pool there because he is, like, the guy. And it's not so much even um, pool, it's Kino, which I had never heard of. You know, I play pool, me, Trey, you know, Spence, Peyton, Jerfy, Choo Choo, all of us. You know, we'll play pool sometimes, and I enjoy it, but I had never heard of Kino. It basically has this board, and you got to try and hit the ball into the center. I don't know. But, so it's all this, like, you know, underground gambling. They have the sheriffs paid off, and this mystery, you know, mysterious woman comes, and she's a really good pool player, but she's not great at Kino. And so then he kind of barters with her. Hey, you know, you're hot. Men will come just to play you. And we can get some of the biggest names in here. And if we can get you good enough where you can, you know, distract them, take their money, we'll both be rich. And we're not really sure what her motives is. And we know what Nick's is. He just, he wants power and money. And he'll do literally whatever it takes to get it. I think... Kim Coates, he has to be probably the nicest guy on the planet because he is so good at playing a villain in this. Uh, Lily Simmons is fantastic as our lead, Diana. And then, like I said, Justin McManus as Beaumont DeBinion, he just, every time he's on screen, especially when we're hearing his backstory, he has so much charisma, just such a presence. I thought he was, you know, just killing it. And the thing with this movie, I think the movie was very good, and I think the ending was so great. I mean, it's stuff that they've done in other movies, but I feel the ending really strongly delivered. And I think this is a surprise sleeper. You know, I would put this at like a four out of five cheers. I think it's a very enjoyable movie, and I think it's something you should check out. Double Down South. Alright, next up, so this is ISS, which stands for the International Space Station. And this is directed by Gabriella Calpareth, who wrote and directed Blackfish, which, Jesus, if you just want to feel sad and just hate humanity, watch Blackfish. Fantastic documentary, but it'll rip you to shreds on your feelings. It's about, you know, this, all this stuff with, like, these orcas and captivity, SeaWorld, all this stuff. It's, it's rough. And then she also directed uh, Megan Levy, which, decent movie, you know, good little movie, soldier, dog. It, it was fine. Um, so, on this, there, what I love, there's only six people. And I adore that about this movie, that there is only six people. And only one setting, this space station, that's it. 
You have inside the space station, outside the space station. That's it. And six total people. No one you hear on an intercom. No one you see. Six actors total. And they're devised into t- kind of two groups. There's three of them that are American. Three of them are Russian. So for the Americans, you have Ariana DeBove, who plays Kira. Chris Messina, who plays Gordon. And John Gallagher Jr., who plays Christian. And then on the Russian side, we have Masha Moshkova, who plays Nika. Pilu Aspik, who plays Alexei. And Costa Ronan, who plays Nikolai. And, you know, we get a nice little introduction to these people. You know, how they get along, how they care for each other. All that before, you know, they're looking out the dome and they see all these nuclear warheads like or missile or something you know hitting all over the planet and everything's gone dark and what i love about this is not only do you really like get to like these people and all this but one thing i thought was very cool is since there's three and three on each side and you know two men one woman each side it's very Everything is very even. But also in that, you have one person on each side, one American, one Russian, who says, okay, we need to immediately kill the other side. We have one person who's conflicted. They're like, I see what you're saying, but these are our friends, all this. And then you have one person who's completely against it. They're like, no, we cannot do this under any circumstance because those are our friends. And I really like that because it gives you an interesting dynamic that they're trapped on very limited, you know, space. I mean, this is a space station, but it's not like, you know, a Star Destroyer. It's not like, you know, anything out of Star Wars or nothing. It's just very cramped, all that, you know, very good, tight shots. And like I said, do you really... You really like these characters. I think all six of these people were perfectly cast. I think they did an excellent job. And I think this is a very enjoyable movie. Um, For me, the ending kind of didn't, you know, hit for me. And then I also think the score wasn't best. But I would still give this like a 3.7 out of five cheers i think it's a great watch apparently it's going to be on blu-ray in march so it should be streaming here shortly but iss real cool movie check it out next up we have self-reliance and this is on hulu and disney plus it is written directed and starring jake johnson who plays tommy and tommy is a kind of a loser who is selected to play in a game show where he has to survive 30 days while people are trying to kill him for a reality show. And if he can, then he'll get a million dollars. And you've got you know a bunch of other good names in it. Aaron Kendrick, Andy Samberg, Eduardo Franco, just to name a few. But... The comedy in this relies solely on awkward moments and cursing. You know, there's a few good bits in here. This is very similar to 
like when they try and take sketches and turn them into movies because I feel there's some very good bits like Eduardo Franco he plays one of the PAs and they call them PA ninjas because they're always like popping in and he has some really funny scenes where he just like will pop up and you have like a bunch of the people who are chasing Jake Johnson are pretty funny like there's an Ellen DeGeneres you know impersonator so I mean there's funny parts but this movie it's just the pacing is terrible like maybe if this was a 20 minute short it'd be great but as a full length movie it just doesn't do it for me I mean I'm not gonna say I hate it but I'm not gonna say this is good or something you need to watch thankfully it's free streaming as long as you have these streaming services and I like Jake Johnson so I hate this for him that you know I just don't think it's good I think it's better than Fool's Gold that Charlie Day did I thought that movie was abysmal but this it's just it's not good but it's not awful it's not abysmal so I would give self-reliance like a 2.5 you know, out of five cheers. It's nothing terrible, but it's no good by any means. And last up, we have Poor Things. So this is directed by Yorgos Lathamos, who did The Lobster, interesting movie, Kill a Sacred Deer, Trey's big on that one, and The Favorite, which I was a big fan of. Um, it has Emma Stone, who plays Bella. She is this, like, Frankenstein's monster, essentially. And then you have Frankenstein, uh, Willem Dafoe, who plays Godwin. And then you have Mark Ruffalo, who plays Duncan. So Emma Stone, I think, is very good. I think she took to this role. She wanted to put a lot in it. I think she, you know, liked it. And it shows. She does a very good job. Uh, Willem Dafoe, I think, does a good job. There's several other side characters I think do a good job. Let me tell you, though. Mark Ruffalo is excellent. He plays this guy. He is the most cowardly, worthless, womanizing, just pathetic idiot. Like the first time we're getting introduced to him, he's run up the stairs and just falls on his face, which I bust out laughing. I don't care. And he is just so awful but just so weak and pathetic that I thought he was hysterical and I thought you know Mark Ruffalo plays a lot of likable characters so to see him just this awful guy it was great to see and I think he crushed it um but this movie it's just it's weird for weirdness sake none of a lot of the stuff doesn't need to be in here. Like, there's a dog head on a duck body. And so it's like this weird, like, amalgamation of creatures. Just weird animals. And one thing I did not expect is this movie's over two hours, and a good third of it is sex. People having sex people discussing sex you know nude female bodies nude male bodies like a lot of this movie is about sex and I don't know I didn't expect that but 
while I think, you know, the director, Yorgos Lathamos, while I think he has an interesting vision, I think that this one, it just feels like they were trying too hard to be odd. And, I mean, I am surprised, shocked, whatever you want to say, at how many Academy Awards it gets nominated for. Because, I don't know, just, it didn't work for me. I While I think there's good in it, like I said, Emma Stone and Willem Dafoe, they're seasoned people, they're going to do good. And I thought Mark Ruffalo was excellent. It's just this cowardly nuisance. But Poor Things, I would put, like, at a two at the very most out of five. It's just weird and one that I just have no desire to rewatch. You know, a lot of gross stuff. I don't know. Just not for me. Uh, out of all his films, the only one like I really liked, I was like the favorite. That's a, that's a solid movie. But guys, we just appreciate y'all for listening. And like I said... You know, Double Down South and ISS, rush to see those. I think they're very good. Poor Things, you could probably skip. And um, Self-Reliance, you could skip. But, hey, maybe you like that kind of humor. You know, humor subjective. I always tell folks comedy's the most subjective of all of the genres. But if you want to tell me your thoughts or you want to tell me something to check out, we have a great episode coming out this week where I'll be reviewing the new film Argyle with a bonus review of Justice League Crisis on Infinite Earths Part 1, the new anime feature that came out. And on that episode, I will rank my top five Matthew Vaughn films. Not an easy task. Terrific director. But there are so many ways you can do it. Let me tell you the best ways. Check us out on Instagram and TikTok, a toast to film, all one word. Or hit me up on Twitter at film underscore toast. And from Trey and myself, we just wish you a good night and good viewing.